Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 143. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays for the podcast The King is Coming Soon via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East News Highlights. We also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week, our special focus continues on the series on trusting God. Today's scripture text is taken from the book of Second Kings, chapter 6. Verses 14 to 18. Therefore, he sent horses and chariots and a great army there, and they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes, that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. So when the Syrians came down to him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Strike this people, I pray, with blindness. And he struck them with blindness according to the word of Elisha. This text is taken from the New King James Version. We definitely see that those in opposition against the people of God are not likely to prevail once the son or daughter of God prays for his intervention. The key on the stressful situations is to hold fast to your confidence and not faint. One day I was lamenting a certain situation to the Lord and this was his response. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. And this verse is in Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10. Ouch! I took it to mean that there was no victor's crown for the one who loses a battle. Therefore, 
Paul tells us how to fight the battles to win. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called, and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. This text is taken from the book of First Timothy, chapter 6, in verse 12. People, we are people of faith, and so we walk not according to what is visible to us. We must remain cognizant of the fact that there is a raging warfare on the way in the spiritual realm. And the goal of one side is to defeat us, as well as to destroy us. Thus Paul speaks of those who are overcomers. We are destined to win. Only let us stay tuned to God, so he will fight our battles for us. In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on... Elisha trusted in God, and so he was unfazed when the Syrians came to his home. Please stay tuned. This is the week of a series on trusting God. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the Cartwright's Gospel Chapel, located in the settlement of Cartwright, Long Island, Bahamas. The elders are Elder Dadridge Hunt and Brother Jeffrey Knowles. The Cartwright's Gospel Chapel has been holding the breaking of bread service only on Sunday mornings from 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. since the current pandemic struck the world in 2020. For more information, please call Elder Hunt at 242-337-0029 or Brother Jeff at 242-337-0177. You are invited to make plans to attend this week. The brothers and sisters are truly warm and friendly. You will feel at home. Welcome back to the podcast. The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 143. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup. On Wednesday, the White House issued a number of releases that cover a broad spectrum of issues ranging from domestic to foreign related matters. These include the following. President Joseph Biden Jr. signed an executive order 
on the continuation of the Emergency Act that declared a national emergency with respect to the Western Balkan pursuant to the International Emergency Economic Powers Act. To deal with the unusual and extraordinary threat to the national security and foreign policy of the United States constituted by the actions of persons engaged in assisting, sponsoring, or supporting extreme violence in the former Republic of Macedonia. Likewise, the President also sent a letter to the Speaker of the House regarding the War Powers Act. In it, the President discussed that the United States is carrying out military operations against Al-Qaeda, the Taliban, and associate forces, and in support of related United States counterterrorism objectives. It must be noted that these operations are being undertaken in a number of countries, including Afghanistan, Lebanon, Turkey, Jordan, and elsewhere. Additionally, the President outlined that the United States continues to contribute forces to the Kosovo Force, K4, led by the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, NATO, in cooperation with local authorities, bilateral partners, and international institutions to deter renewed hostilities in Kosovo. He added that they do have approximately 707 United States military personnel among the K-4s, approximately 4,000 personnel. We'll take our second break. In this segment, we flag the Christian Friends of Israel, CFI, that is based in Jerusalem. CFI has partnered with a number of groups in Israel, such as the Israel Defense Forces, IDF, the Holocaust survivors, and those on Aliyah from Ethiopia and Russia. Additionally, CFI publishes newsletters and other devotional materials on a regular basis. The leaders and co-founders, Sharon and Ray Saunders, continue to do their work despite the current pandemic. CFI welcomes your prayers for the peace of Jerusalem and for the work of their organization. To learn more about CFI, you are invited to visit their website, cfijerusalem.org. Welcome back to the Dominion Media, The King is Coming Soon podcast. 
Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Israel's spokesperson commented on Wednesday on a publication in the Bild newspaper of Germany, which reported on EU findings that the Palestinians are using their education system to promote hatred against Jews via their textbooks. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs added that instead of educating for tolerance, coexistence, peace and non-violence as is required on the UNESCO's mandatory standards, Palestinian textbooks include anti-Semitic components, denied existence of the State of Israel, and glorify violence as a method of resolving the conflict. The research findings, as published in the newspaper, prove Israel's consistent claim that incitement is constantly present in Palestinian Authority textbooks. This is a claim that Israel has raised with the EU and its member states for many years, argued the Israeli Ministry of Foreign Affairs. The Israeli government contends that the research findings also prove that the EU even at this very moment, is continuing to invest millions in the funding of the Palestinian Authority's educational system to supposedly promote peace and democracy. This funding is done with no monitoring of the content that appears in the textbooks and without demanding that the Palestinian Authority immediately stop indoctrinating its children to hate and kill Israelis. Lastly, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Israel observed that according to the newspaper's publication, research carried out by the European Council reviewing the content that appeared in Palestinian textbooks presents a harsh reality in which Palestinian youth is educated for hate and violence. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Before we wrap up our news report, I'd like to tell you of three books I have written. They are the most recently released book is titled Devotional for Today's Women of Faith in the Bible. You can secure that at three locations bookbaby.com, amazon.com and Barnes and Noble. The other books are The Legitimacy of the Holy Bible as a Legal Instrument is international law greater than the word of God? You can secure this from Amazon.com. 
And the third book is Threads in the Tapestry, Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East. Is the two-state solution the only viable option for Middle East peace? And this book can be secured also on Amazon.com. Finally, in segment three, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week, we are focusing on a series on trusting God. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. On Wednesday, the White House issued a number of releases that cover a broad spectrum of issues ranging from domestic to foreign-related matters concerning the War Powers Act as well as an executive order on the continuation of the Emergency Act in relation to the Western Balkans. Internationally, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Israel spokesperson commented on Wednesday on a publication in the Bild newspaper of Germany, which reported on EU findings that the Palestinians are using their education system to promote hatred against Jews via their textbooks. Welcome to our devotional. All week, we'll be looking at a series on trusting God. On Monday, we focused on the significance of the blood of Jesus. God told Moses that the children of Israel were not to eat blood. On Wednesday it will be, Elisha trusted in God, and so he was unfazed when the Syrians came to his home. Likewise, on Friday the Lord wills, our special guest speaker will share with us on the prophecy of Elisha against Jezebel, fulfilled against her and the house of Ahab. Let's look at today's discussion. In the Old Testament, we read of Bible characters that faced great challenges, and we also see how their faith in God sustained them. We see Jeremiah, King David, Nehemiah, the governor of Judah, who built the walls after the return, Daniel, and many, many others. The truth is that they did experience their breakthrough in the midst of the storm and sometimes after the storm. They had no template as to the ways God will deliver them, yet they trusted Him. On the focus in our devotional today is the story of Elisha. He is the prophet that follows Elijah's tenure as the voice of conscience to the northern kingdom, Israel. He was quite busy dealing with a host of situations involving internal and external issues. Now, the king of Syria was threatening war against Israel. However, he found 
that the king of Israel had intelligence that kept upstaging his plans. Thus, the king of Syria was enraged and wanted to know who among his service members was dishing out information to his enemy, the king of Israel. Let's read this text. Therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, None, my lord. O king, but Elisha the prophet, who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. So he said, Go and see where he is, that I may send and get him. And it was told him, saying, Surely he is in Dotan. This text is taken from the book of Second Kings chapter 6, verses 11 to 13, from the New King James Version. In our earlier reading, during the time of reflection, we saw that Elisha, he never fed the Syrian army. Imagine a foreign king sends his army against one man in another territory to destroy him because of the threat that one individual poses. The king of Syria violated the rules of the kingdom, in this case Israel to go after a citizen of that country. However, God has the last laugh. Elisha's servant was obviously terrified when he saw the army of the Syrians, but listen to what his boss, Elisha, tells him. So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes, that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. And this is taken from the book of 2 Kings, chapter 6, verses 16 and 17. To hasten this discussion, let's see how it all ended. Now Elisha said to them, This is not the way, nor is this the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. But he led them to Samaria. So it was, when they had come to Samaria, that Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men, that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw, and there they were inside Samaria. Now, when the king of Israel saw them, he said to Elisha, My father, Shall I kill them? Shall I kill them? But he answered, 
you shall not kill them. Would you kill those whom you have taken captive with your sword and your bow? Set food and water before them, that they may eat and drink, and go to their master. Then he prepared a great feast for them. And after they ate and drank, he sent them away, and they went to their master. So the bands of Syrian raiders came no more into the land of Israel. This text is taken from the book of Second Kings, chapter 6, verses 19 to 23. This is a remarkable story. Elisha the prophet prevailed against his enemies because not for one moment did he give in to fear. He was always trusting God, who was in control. He asked God for his involvement, and in the end, not a life was lost, and that was because Elisha the prophet trusted God. The shame Israel's enemies, the Syrians experienced that day, must have lived with them for many years. They came to kill God's manservant. They surrounded his home. He prays, asking God to make them blind. God grants his request, and then Elisha leads them to the palace of the king of Israel in Samaria. They were now captives of the king of Israel, who served them food and water and released them. You might be facing a battle, a fierce enemy wearing different garb for different people. Pray for God's intervention. He is not short on ideas or salvation responses. I can guarantee that you will not be defeated as long as you continue to trust in Him. Let's pray. Abba Father who art in heaven, what can we say? Our words can't fully express our great awe of you. You are from everlasting to everlasting God. You are our strong tower. You are the great King of Israel. And yet, you are our Abba Father. Abba Father, we come by to say thank you for your mighty acts on the behalf of those men and women of old. Abba Father, today some of us are facing giants, financial difficulties, health challenges, difficult relationships and the like. Additionally, Israel of today is facing fires set by terrorists in their territory. Therefore, Abba Father, we plead our case before you and on behalf of Israel. We seek your intervention. Grant deliverance. Heal. Provide. Save. Prevent disaster. Save lives and property 
in response to the various situations we have brought before you today. For you know all things and you are all powerful. You are not distracted by the differences in our challenges or problems. For you are God Almighty. Therefore, grant help to the individuals as well as to the nation-state Israel. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 143. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find the King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, and on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. Thanks also to Urkirch for his handy work sounding the shofar. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom.